This is the Gordon Damer Show on 98.7 ESPN. This is the Gordon Damer Show. Met fans are funny. Not even a week ago. It's over. Fire the manager. Fire the GM. Fire sale. And all it took was six games. Six games was enough to get you turned around. To go from this is garbage, it's unacceptable, to playoffs are back on, team is back winning. I get it. Six games is fantastic. It's good to see some signs of life. You got a lot of these games left, so at least it's good to watch something. Enjoy it right now. But there's still a lot of work to do, and there's still some major questions about the makeup of the team. They were never going to be sellers at the trade deadline. I'm sure they're going to be buyers. But the fact that it's Billy Epler doing the buying, I don't know if that makes me feel all that much better either. Now back to the Gordon Damer Show on 98.7 ESPN. It's impossible. I'm just getting warmed up. Full of hijinks. And look, I'm not your friend, so I'm not your friend. I'm your enemy. And educational. You sound like you're a moron. It's what I learned on TikTok, starring Gordon Damer. Wow. I was blown away the first time. I'm blown away even more this time. It took like a year and a half. Nice open for the show, the, the, the segment. That's fantastic. Great job. Love it. Yes, it is what I learned on TikTok. We do it every week, no matter what time slot we're in. And how it works is this. I, as a 52-year-old man, spend way too much time on that TikTok app, but it's because I learned such interesting but yet completely useless information. So what we've done is we've come up with this little segment where I will give some airtime to people that work on the show, work very hard on the show. Harvey, Chantel, they're, they're working hard. Chantel's answering all these phone calls. Trust me, she's got to pick through the good ones and the bad ones. It is, it's not easy to do that sometimes. So I like to reward them with a little airtime. Everybody loves airtime. So how it works is I got one piece of information that I've learned on TikTok. It is true. I've researched and made sure it's true. And then there's three other things that I've just kind of made up that aren't true. And they have to figure out what's the true fact and what is just some uh, concoction of my demented mind. Speaking of, who is going first? Harvey, are you going first today? Oh, sure. All right. Harvey's uh, he's been in a little bit of a slump. Chantel <laughs> has been doing a fantastic job. A little bit putting it kindly. Yeah. Well, look, there's some people that do well with this. Chantel, actually, I shouldn't say that. Chantel does well with this. Everybody else has struggled to some degree. Uh, before Harvey, it was Jacob Perry. Jacob was uh, very much like um, Joey Gallo. Before Jacob struggled, Brian Munguia used to struggle with this. So it's not an easy segment. Why would you know these things? I'm trying to boost you up here a little bit. I'm trying to give you a little confidence like Aaron Boone gives to his hitters. That's worked out so well so far. You ready to go, Harvey? I'm ready. All right. You're not watching RoboCop in the back there? All right, here we go. Number one, Mary Shelley, the author of Frankenstein, kept the heart of her husband in her writing desk. Number two, using headphones at low volumes can also damage your hearing almost as much as listening at too high a volume. Number three, the British phrase, toodaloo, originated from people excusing themselves to use the restroom or number four the circumference of the earth is the same as the distance between the earth's crust and the moon so again to recap mary shelley author of frankenstein kept the heart of her husband in her writing desk 
Number two, using headphones at low volumes can damage your hearing almost as much as listening at too high a volume. Number three, the British phrase toodaloo originated from people excusing themselves to use the restroom. Or number four, the circumference of the earth is the same as the distance between the earth's crust and the moon. Oh, my. Um, okay, headphones. I have headphones on now. Right. I don't think that really matters. Well, it's possible. Frankenstein, I don't think that's real. Ooh. You know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to take a shot in the dark here. I'm going to go with the toodaloo. Toodaloo. Give me the, the toodaloo. The British phrase toodaloo originated from people excusing themselves to use the restroom. Lock it in. Yeah, lock that up. No, that's not, that's not right. No. No. That's incorrect. That is incorrect. Nobody. Okay, I don't think it's a good sign when you're laughing at me. No, I, getting I, that I, one I'm wrong. sorry. It's, in, it's involuntary. I couldn't help myself. Interesting. No, I couldn't help myself. Okay, let's go with the Earth's circumference then. The Earth's circumference uh, is the same as the distance between the Earth's crust and the moon. Lock it in. Lock it in. No, that's all. My goodness. <laughs> uh, you figure one of these weeks it's going to turn around. Doesn't look like it's going to be this week, though. Uh, all right, so you got Mary Shelley, and uh, the author of Frankenstein kept the heart of her husband in her writing desk, or using headphones at too low a volume can damage your hearing almost as much as listening at too high a volume. Oh, my days. Give me the headphones one. The headphones one. You're going to lock that one in? I'm going to lock that one in. <laughs> That's awesome. That is incorrect. <laughs> And nope. <laughs> it's amazing. You figure one of these weeks you're not going to go over three. My, I'm like the Yankees. My goodness. You're like the Yankees. You need you need some Aaron Boone pick me up. Maybe I got to start screaming and yelling at you like Yankee fans want the team to start screaming and yelling at some guys, and maybe that will get your point. Next week, remind me, if you're on the show, I'm going to scream and yell at you and really some really cutting comments. I got to stick to movies, probably. That's probably yeah, my new niche. Maybe. This is This ain't your game, man. All right, now here comes Chantel, who's uh, ruined the segment the last guy. I mean, I don't mean to cast aspersions, but she gets them too quickly, unfortunately. Yeah, but... Chantel, are you uh, ready to go this week? I'm ready, but it's a little early today, so I don't know. Okay, all right. Well, we'll give you uh, we'll give you the ones we got here. Um, okay, we'll go with this one. Uh, in Ukraine, the character of Thanos from the Marvel movies had to have his name changed to Yegor. I think it's pronounced Yegor. Y-E-G-O-R, because Thanos in Ukrainian is too similar to translating to mother of dogs. Number two, flipping a quarter, an American quarter, does not have 50-50 odds. The head side has slightly more mass. So this results in the head side having around a 55% chance of the coin ending up heads up. Number three, when touring Japan... Andre the Giant would often have to poop in bathtubs because the toilets were too tiny. Or number four, Nepal is the only country that has a triangular flag. And apparently they're so serious about it because any version of their flag that is shaped as a rectangle is a felony punishable with up to five years in prison. So again, to recap, give uh, Chantel a little while here. To think things through. Ukraine, the character of Thanos in the uh, movies, the uh, Marvel movies, have to have his name changed to Yegor because Thanos in Ukrainian translates roughly to Mother of Dogs. 
Number two, flipping a quarter does not have 50-50 odds. The head side has slightly more mass, and that results in the head side having around a 55% chance of the coin ending up heads up. Number three, when touring Japan, the wrestler Andre the Giant would often have to poop in bathtubs because the toilets were too tiny. Or number four, Nepal, the only country with a triangular flag, and apparently they're serious about it because any version of their flag shaped like a rectangle is a felony punishable with up to five years in prison. Wow. These are so These are very wordy today. I don't like the wordy ones. I like the shorter ones, but it is what it is. Not just wordy. One of them sounds disturbing, and one of them sounds like malarkey. Okay. So... (laughs) Now, do you ever, is your success ever tied to the fact that you ask Harvey for help and then whatever he points to, you cross off the list? No. Have you tried that strategy? No, we don't. You really think that's going to work, Gordon, with the mass success rate? <laughs> I don't know. I, I, it, it's a pretty good, Chantel's success rate doesn't need any improvement, but if I'm, she ever gets into a slump, that might be her slump buster. That's really funny. No, I just read a lot okay. in general. All right. Um, so the... The side of the coin yeah. having more mass, that's uh-huh. the malarkey. I don't Okay, I can't you're crossing that, that one right off. All right. right off. Interesting. Interesting. Andre the Giant, even if that is true, I don't want to believe it. Okay. Because, um, like, using the bathroom in the shower, like, who was using the bathtub after that? Dis- uh, disturbing would be a correct word for that. Thanos, Igor, just because of Igor Shesterkin, I would want to pick that one. Okay. But I'm going to go with the triangle flag because that one sounds pretty cool. Okay. You're locking that one in? Yes, sir. Move away from Harvey Chantel. He's he's having his impact. No, that is incorrect. That is incorrect. All right. I always <laughs> like it. I always, I always dream of uh, like pitch. You ever see that immaculate grid thing where you have to pick the players that played on certain teams and everything? And you get an immaculate grid. I like to think of this as an immaculate uh, performance on what I learned on TikTok. If everybody strikes out on every question, so it's only happened I think once. So yeah, that might happen today. Well, you never know. The first one, you know, I don't know anything about Marvel movies. I try not to. Okay. Um, but I'm gonna go with the Thanos and the Igor. Okay. I'm going to lock it in. All right. And the Ukrainian uh, Thanos tr- translates to mother of dogs, so they had to change his name. No, that's incorrect. That's also that wrong. That is incorrect. Uh, Just made up. So now you're down to flipping the quarter, which you immediately crossed off. And then the Andre the Giant, which you, I don't think, crossed off. You just don't want that to be true. I don't want it to be true. <laughs> um. Okay. So <laughs> I'm going to go with the... The head side of the coin has more mass. All right. Are you going to lock that in? Yes. Move, move to a different studio. Move no, away from Harvey. He yes. was using no, the bathroom. No, touring Japan. Yeah, Andre the Giant. He was the giant. And nope. And those, t- those toilets were too tiny for the giant, so you got to go. You got to go. What a nightmare. It is. It re- I mean, he really was kind of like tortured, the poor guy. I mean, it was his claim to fame, and it made him rich and famous, but it was not uh, an existence that any of us would pick. All right, so uh, we got one more. This one, we're going to flip it because you guys can't do any worse than you've done so far. Uh, This time, I'll give you three true facts and one lie. you got to spot the lie. Are you ready? Yes. Harvey doesn't need to be ready. There's no no impact on him being ready or not. All right, here we go. Number one, the the, uh, child who was the inspiration for the book 
The Exorcist. Later went on to work for NASA. Number two, U.S. cows are sometimes fed Skittles. Number three, if you draw a straight line in front of a chicken, it will hypnotize that chicken for up to 30 minutes. Or number four, the singer Pitbull is allergic to dogs. So again, recapping, the child who was the inspiration for the book The Exorcist went on to work for NASA. Number two, U.S. cows are sometimes fed Skittles. Number three, if you draw a straight line in front of a chicken, it will hypnotize that chicken for up to 30 minutes. Or number four, the singer Pitbull is allergic to dogs. I think we got different ones here. Yeah. Oh, for Chantel's sake, thank God. Yeah, I'm going to go with the chicken and the line. Okay. Uh, and I Chantel? think I'm going to go with the NASA one. Okay. So Harvey is going with you. If you draw a straight line in front of a chicken, it will hypnotize that chicken for up to 30 minutes. Chantel going with the child who was the inspiration for the book The Exorcist went on to work for NASA. And I could tell you, you're both wrong. You're absolutely, no, you're both wrong. The, uh, yeah, the Exorcist one is wild. The guy went on to uh, work for uh, NASA, and I think he had something to do with, like, the, the lunar moon landings or something like that. Strange. And, yeah, if you draw, like, a line in the dirt for a chicken, it just, uh, they don't know what to do. They just stare at it. That's so funny. Dumb chickens. Uh, all right, so now you're down to U.S. cows are sometimes fed Skittles, or number four, the Pitbull singer, the singer Pitbull is allergic to dogs. Okay. I'm going, I'm going with the cow. <laughs> All right, Harvey's going with the cow. Somebody's got to get it right. I need this one. Yeah. Oh, so the cow is right? I was going to go with Pitbull. You're going to go with Pitbull? Yeah. All right. I will tell you one of you is right. I would hope so. I would hope so. <laughs> and Come not on. shockingly, it's Chantel. My God. Let's go. I can't believe every this. every single Let's thing go. wrong. <laughs> yeah, no, the singer Pitbull is not allergic to dogs. U.S. cows are sometimes fed Skittles. So there you go, my friends. That is what I learned this week on TikTok now because of this segment. You have learned it too. 1-800-919-ESPN is the telephone number. 1-800-919-3776. We'll get back to some uh, some sports, luckily for Harvey. Sure. Coming up next, Gordon Damer, 98.7 FM, ESPN New York. I don't like this game. This is the Gordon Damer Show on 98.7 ESPN. Kevin Roy, they're in the pack that's uh, 10 to under, so they are three shots back. All the big names. Uh, and that's the leaderboard update brought to you by Glenfiddich Single Malt Scotch Whiskey, the world's most awarded single malt scotch whiskey, skillfully crafted. Enjoy responsibly. Glenfiddich Single Malt Scotch Whiskey, ABV, 40% alcohol by volume, 2023, imported by William Grant & Sons, New York, New York. Is anybody using Threads? Or did people just sign up for threads and they're not you? They're just using it's like break glass in case of emergency. Go to threads. Or are people using both threads and Twitter? I got to be honest with you. I'm not using I'm not using threads. I I did sign up for it. I, it looks terrible. It looks absolutely terrible. It that, doesn't make any sense. That's all I need right there. I'm not signing up for it. Don't sign up for it. Or do I'm not the boss of you. You do what you want to do, Harvey. But uh, it doesn't seem to make any sense. You're following people, and then it gives you a, a steady stream of people. You're not following information. If I wanted to follow them, I would follow them. I know how to follow people. I'm assuming everybody's on social media now. So if there's somebody I want to follow, I will go put them into the search engine. I don't need updates on Duran Duran. That was like the first thing I saw. I'm like, what's, what stupid thing is this? 
So I'm not using threads, even though I signed up for it. I am on Twitter, but I was wondering, are people using threads and Twitter or just Twitter? I don't know. Doesn't seem to make a whole lot of sense. Doesn't seem to. And, and by the way, has, has Zuckerberg ever had an original idea? I mean, lit, has the guy ever had an original idea in his life? He got sued for Facebook. Instagram Reels is TikTok. This thing is Twitter. Like, it's like that seat. Remember that, that clip where Vanilla Ice was explaining how Ice Ice Baby was different than Under Pressure? Because their song goes ding, 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 da, da, ding, ding. And my song goes ding, 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 da, da, ding, ding. That's a different song. That, that's, that's Zuckerberg. He just changes things ever so slightly. Right. No, that's not under pressure. It's a different song. He was serious. Theirs goes ding, 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 ding. Mine goes ding, 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 ding. Shockingly, it was the same song. All right. Um. Should we go back to the phones here? 1-800-919-ESPN is the telephone number, 1-800-919-3776. Oh, I did want to touch on uh, Victor Wembayama because you got to see him in the Summer League. And uh, you can never make too many uh, judgments about the Summer League, as we all remember as Nick fans, people losing their minds over Kevin Knox a few years ago in the Summer League. Uh, the one thing that I don't remember who it was that said it first, but if you were to go on to NBA 2K – and just create a player that looked ridiculous. Like you just put all the things up to like 99, height up to 99, and the weight down to whatever the look. That's what he looks like a creative player. And it's gonna t- and I think he landed in the perfect spot in San Antonio. So now he can go there where the expectations are gonna be less there than than anywhere else. Uh, and just kind of work on his game. Now why looking at him originally without just, just the highlights uh, of, of him uh, overseas, he looks like one of those guys that when he's run, you're just always kind of holding your breath because he's just so tall. He looked a little bit more comfortable uh, on the court last night, but he's still really, uh, that, that frame would worry me a little bit because he, he's so thin he makes Porzingis look like Rick Mahorn. Uh, he, he's going to have to work on that, and whether or not he's able to work on that remains to be seen. But you would think that coming into the league in a place like San Antonio is like the perfect spot for a guy who's, who's got skills and, and needs to work on things. You would think that right, right away, though, defensively, if you're looking for a rim protector, he would be a really good rim protector. And he does seem to have skills, even though the, the shooting was, was rough last night. You figure there has to be some nerves in your first uh, game. But I thought he's in the perfect spot in San Antonio to kind of uh, work on things away from the, the spotlight as much as you can in the NBA. All right, let's go back to the phones. 1-800-919-ESPN is the telephone number. Let's go out to, uh, let's see here. Eric is in Queens. Eric, what's going on? Hey, good morning, Dan. How you doing? I'm Gordon, but I've been called worse. Eric, what's going on? What do you oh, got? sorry about that. That's okay. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I don't know if you remember, a couple years ago, maybe about four years ago, we was, we, you was talking about on the show about who's who, so many different characters that was playing Batman, who's going to really gonna keep the role of playing Batman. Uh-huh. And I, I was telling you, well, they should bring back Michael Keaton. And you said, Michael Keaton, Michael Keaton is 60 years old. I don't think he's going to play him again. But then look today, if you look at the new movie Flash, Batman is, Michael Keaton is in that movie playing as Batman. 
Well, you know, now they can do so many things with like AI and special effects to make old people seem young. Uh, I would think that they're going to have to do a pretty extensive process to make Michael Keaton look like Batman. He's not going to look like Batman at 60 years of age. (laughs) I didn't didn't foresee that uh, as being a technology, and that's going to change the whole game. But look, out of all the Batman, uh, is it the Batmans or the Batman, whatever? Out of all the Batman, I think I probably liked Michael Keaton the most. And he got got crushed when he first got the role. Yes. Yeah, he was good. Yeah, uh, uh, Christian Keaton. Bale was good. The Christian Bale movies were the best movies, but I think I yeah. like Michael Keaton the best as uh, Bruce Wayne. I agree. I like Michael Keaton better as Batman. Yeah, I hear uh, you. All right. All right, we're solving right. problems. We're putting out fires everywhere here. Who's the right Batman? The flag in Nepal. All these different things. All, we're solving problems and coming up with solutions. How to fix the Yankee offense. Wow, we haven't come up with one yet there yet, but doing the opposite of what they're doing now would be a good start. Uh, let's go to Richard in Man- Yeah, Richard in Manhattan next up on uh, the Gordon Dammer Show. Hi, Gordon. Richard. Brian Cashman amuses me. Mm. He says you go to the playoffs and it's a crapshoot. Right. In the last 10 years, the only crapshoot in the playoffs the Yankees were in was 2017, Girardi's last year when we lost Game 7 to Houston. That was a crapshoot. Last year, they got killed by Houston. They weren't in any of those four games. You never, I never had the feeling for one minute that they were going to beat Houston. That's unacceptable. Just like watching the Yankees these last three games, they're unwatchable. That's the problem. Not that they're losing, that they're unwatchable. This is a big problem. They're going to have to do something because they can't go too much longer like this. The fans will not come out, and Steinbrenner knows that. If you don't have a team that's worth it, you can lose. I mean, it's not acceptable to lose in New York, but you can lose. But you've got to lose in the right way, you know, like the Knicks lost. That was acceptable. But the way the Yankees are losing now, no, no, this is bad news. So they're going to have to do something because I can't watch the Yankees. Now, as far as the Mets, I was never a fan of the Ghost Runner, but 1 o'clock in the morning last night, I wasn't in the mood to watch three or four extra innings, zero zeros, and you put the man on set, that was one of the most exciting innings I've ever seen in baseball. Mets score four in the top, and then uh, uh, San Diego scores two in the bottom of the tent. It was great. So I have to say that's a great idea. It's a little sticky, but it's okay. It works. It works. It's not too far out there. Because it makes the game, first of all, it shortens the extra inning, and it makes it a little more exciting. Do you bunt the guy over to third? How do you get the guy to third? If you want to or swing away, whatever it is. But uh, it's very exciting. And what the Mets are doing now, this last five, six games, this is like playoff baseball. So we got tonight and tomorrow, it's like watching playoff baseball, except it's July and not October. This is what you want. You want to stay up for these games because you don't know what's going to happen, and they mean a lot. So this is a great thank you gift from the Mets to their fans that they did this. Now, who knows what the future's like? I live from day to day, and all I know is I'm tuned in tonight and I'm tuned in tomorrow because these are relevant games. To me, they're playoff games. That's how I feel, playoff games. So I'm, I love this, and I, I think what the Mets are doing, if, if, you know, these guys woke up. Who can predict? 
We don't know. We don't know. They may lose the next two games, fall out of it. We don't know. But all I know is tonight and tomorrow, I treat these games like playoff games, Gordon. So all right, this is, well, this well, look, big, here's big, the thing, and I don't know if it's a gift. Uh, it's nice that they did finally wake up, and, and I don't think anybody, even the most pessimistic Met fan, thought that July was indicative of how they would play from that point forward. But even before July, it wasn't like the Mets were setting the world on fire. Now they've won six in a row. That's great. I still think that the fundamental flaws of, of the starting rotation are still there, but it gives you something to watch. You got a lot of these games left. We've got a long way, it feels like, uh, throughout the summer to get to the Jet season. So that's what you're hoping for. If you're a Met Jet fan, at least get us to uh, where the Jets kick off their season and give us something to watch. Now, I do think that Richard brings up an interesting point. Doesn't like the Ghost Runner originally, and has eventually been swung around to like it. And that happens a lot because we're sports fans. So the story that came up this week about that NBA in-season tournament, that it seems pretty universal. All fans think is stupid. I I didn't see any people saying, oh, wow, I'm really looking forward to this in-season tournament because it's pointless. That's the thing. These sports leagues know they got you. They got us. So it doesn't matter whatever stupid thing they come up with. Eventually, we'll, we'll sell it to ourselves. So if you didn't like the Ghost Runner originally, you, you like it now. Oh, you know what? After all, it's not so bad. We'll, we'll, we'll convince ourselves. We put up with a lot. And that NBA in-season tournament, which is the NBA admitting that the regular season is too long and too boring and nobody cares about it, you might not like it originally. You probably won't like it the first couple of years. But as a sports fan, you'll convince yourself you do like it after a while because you've got no other choice. 1-800-919-ESPN is the telephone number. 1-800-919-3776. Coming up, more of your phone calls as we take you up until noon. 98.7 FM, ESPN New York. Holy ricochet. This is the Gordon Damer Show on 98.7 ESPN. Yankee home runs from last night. And that's MLB. No, they, no, no home runs for the Yankees. They only had two hits. But uh, Francisco Lindor remains red hot. And uh, you'd have to think he's eventually going to get to uh, be uh, an all-star this year. He certainly has uh, performed great, especially as of late. It's always funny. When he gets on these hot streaks, people oh, see? See? He's, he's great. He's fantastic. Well, he, he's the 10th highest paid player in the sport. This is what he's supposed to be doing on a regular basis. And it, it doesn't feel like that. Now, lately, he's been sensational. And you should not be judging him simply by batting average because he plays every day, high-level defense, lots of different ways to beat you. But this is what he's got to keep doing when you're that high a paid player in the sport. Now, that will take care of MLB round trippers, which is driven – by Coach USA, make your commute to the city easy on Coach USA bus. For schedules and fares, go to CoachUSA.com or download the Coach USA app to buy, store, and scan your tickets. 1-800-919-ESPN is the telephone number, 1-800-919-3776. Let's go back to the phones. We'll go out to uh, Anthony is in the mail truck. Anthony, what's going on? Larry, what's going on? I'm Gordon, but I've been called worse. Gordon. I, Good morning, Gordon. I think Anthony was being facetious there. I think he was just joking. Yeah, yeah. Big, big, big shout out to the company. Um, so you're you're spot you're spot on with your Yankee takes, and and you know I I agree with basically everything you said. Um, it's just I'm just frustrated. I mean, we have a a, a Robinson Cano off of wish list 
Uh.com at second base. We have no left fielder. Do we even have a closer? Um, you know, our third baseman is hitting almost one. Like I can, I can hit better than the major leagues in one fifty. I'll just stick my bat out. It's 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 insane. And you know, our pitching staff is the only thing that's keeping us above five hundred. Because without our pitching staff and our our amazing bullpen, we would be, you know, where where the Red Sox are right now. I mean, and this this whole you know notion that. Oh, if we had Judge, we would win more games. Yeah, we'd probably win maybe, you know, a couple more games. But one player isn't going to do that for us. And when he comes back, we need more help than just Aaron Judge. And Aaron Judge isn't going to get Rizzo to hit home runs. You know, yeah, hitting hitting behind Rizzo is going to – I'm sorry, hitting in front of Rizzo is going to help Rizzo. But at the end of the day, you got Rizzo hitting like, like crap. You got Stanton hitting like crap. You got Isaiah kind of laughing, can't even play uh, the outfield. So why, why is he even on the team? I, I just don't get it. You have Floreal in the in the uh, minor league. You can't even bring him up. Why even have him on the team? They they hold on to their players like Clint Frazier, Gary Sanchez, even Clayver Torres. Like they hold on to them and they don't let them go and they don't trade them when you know when we're you know a couple pieces away from actually doing something. Now we're sitting on our hands. I'm 28 years old. I've never seen a losing season from the Yankees, but I think it's about time that we we start trying to rebuild and and figure this whole thing out. Gordon, I'm frustrated, man. Yeah, have no, a good I, weekend, look, brother. Anthony, I appreciate it. I understand it. I, I can't necessarily disagree with anything you're saying. Uh, I, I disagree with the fact that you would uh, be able to hit 150 in the majors. <laughs> I would disagree with that. Um, but no, it's frustrating. Uh, and I don't think that they have to rebuild. I wouldn't say rebuild, but at the trade deadline, selling off some pieces, that would make sense because this is not, this is not what it looks like. Even if Aaron judge comes back and he's at a hundred percent, he makes you better, but you're not good. The lineup is bad. It's a bad lineup. And one player is not going, even with a healthy Aaron judge in the playoffs, they've not been able to, to get over the hump. So I, I would say this year, especially with Judge not coming back almost certainly until after the trade deadline, they should be looking to reboot here uh, like they did in 2016. 2016, they, they evaluated it properly. They saw where they were. They sold off some pieces, got some young players. Yankees are old, man. They're old and they're slow and they're boring. And they didn't do anything to fix the, the offense. So I don't know why anyone would think that the offense was, uh, was going to be fixed. Look at that. We didn't do anything to fix it, and it's not been fixed on its own. Somebody didn't break into the house in the middle of the night and fix it. What a shock. Shane is in New Jersey. Shane, go. Hey, Gordon. Uh, thanks for having me on. I'm, I'm another frustrated Yankee fan. Uh, you know, 2016 you just brought up. That is the first time in my life. I'm 44. I was there for the 90s, loved it, grew up uh, with it when they were bad. 2016 was the first year that I stopped watching at some point in July. I just couldn't take the daily heartbreak and the, and the headache of, of devoting the time and watching that team. The offense was bad. The team was bad. This offense is markedly worse. You look at every uh, statistic that's being shared, the offense is abysmal. And I'm tired of the lip service from Boone. I've really had it from him. But I really do put all of this on Cashman. Like you said, there was – uh, an offense that needed to be fixed, it needed to be changed. Everybody knew it needed to be reworked in the offseason, and he didn't do it. Even after they got Rodon, they said there was more to come. There wasn't. 
And my point today is they've got to do something. Uh, I, I do not think this is a playoff team. I do not think it's worth trading up to try to win this year. But I think there's things they could do. I, I don't agree with all the fans who are saying bring up six minor leaguers. It's ridiculous. Those are casual fans. It's, they don't really get it. But Floreal, I know you probably know the numbers. I looked this up yesterday talking to a friend. He's got 57 runs, 11 doubles, 21 home runs, 50 ribbies, 18 stolen bases, walks. He's batting 295. I know he's a quad-A player likely. But how do you not bring him up? You are already willing to lose him. How do you not bring him up and put him in left field for a month before the trade deadline and see what you got? There's nothing to lose. At least switch it up so the fans can have something to watch. That's my point. Yeah. So thanks, Gordon. Appreciate Shane, it. Thank you for the call. Yeah, and, and here's the thing. He's actually an outfielder. He actually plays the outfield, which the Yankees don't seem to think is all that important, despite the fact that it comes back to burn them on a regular basis. And it would be one thing if Florial was 20-21. Was yes, he's performing well right now, but he's still a very young player. He's 25. He's 25. He's been up here before. We've seen him before. So why they wouldn't be calling him up? Now, is it possible he comes up here and he strikes out every at-bat? Yeah, that's possible. But isn't it better than the options you have right now? If you're Estevan Floreal watching the Yankees trot out guys who aren't even outfielders to play the outfield on a regular basis, how, even as a minor league player, you should be thinking to yourself, <laughs> you guys got to get me out of here. I, I demand a trade even though I'm playing in AAA because it's clear you guys do not value me as a player. And we've heard Florio's name forever. The fact that they've not moved, uh, moved him in some deal for an impact player tells you that they misevaluated things, and uh, that's not new, especially with young players. The Yankees have not done a good job with that. 1-800-919-ESPN is the telephone number coming up. We'll uh, kind of recap things, get some calls in as we get ready to hand things off to Ty Butler at noon. Only here on 98.7 FM, ESPN New York. Hey, good morning, Dan. How you doing? I'm Gordon.